views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Wow. You know, uh, celebrate, 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 celebrate. Big, 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 big parade downtown. They're saying minimally 500,000 people. Let me give a shout out to Mr. Benny. Hi, Mr. Benny. Hi, Good Pat. to chat with you. You too. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be the largest uh, kind of event like that, parade event that they we've ever had in Seattle is what I heard late. Yeah, we're going to break uh, some records, and you know we, that was bound to happen, especially when you have uh, half a million people expected downtown today. Minimally, now they're saying. Now they're saying just minimally uh, half a million. Uh, really fascinating, though, to see people come out and celebrate and, uh, you know, just it, it really feels the love around here. I mean... They were showing clips on television last night where people went out and put their seats on the street, and, uh, you know, off we went. And so uh, it was kind of fun. You know what I was really struck by, Benny, though? Um, I was really struck by the fact that you can, in this city, very different than the city I grew up in, I'm going to tell you now, in this city, you can put your chairs on the street the night before, and whatever else you're going to put out there. One guy was out there putting seats for his mom and all that. And the next day, when you show up, right, the seats are still there. Now, how many cities do you know of where that happens? I bet we'd be included on that one. We're pretty, we're pretty polite around here. We're pretty polite. I mean, when, when we have the 4th of July parade in Bothell, those chairs get out there like two days. This last parade in Bothell they did, two days before the parade, the chairs went out there, all lined up across the streets. And we don't have any incidences of vandalism or chairs being stuck. I mean, think about it. You know, there were chairs right downtown Seattle. Uh, and I say chairs. Some of them were folding chairs. Some were small chairs. But the point was people were making a stake. They were, you know, down there saying, we're going to sit here. And when they showed up this morning, what happened was that there they were. You know, they were right there, the same seats that they had put down there. People had gotten downtown today at like 5 in the morning and were doing their thing. And I just, and the bonus is the sunshine is out. Now, it's a little bit nippy here. For those of you that are listening from WBLQ and on the East Coast and 
Some of you that are in Ontario are having an absolute frostbite. You know, my heart goes out to you. And I wish I could say that there wasn't cold weather coming your way again. But we are experiencing one of the coldest days, I think, Benny, that we've had all year. However, the sunrise, the sky, not a drop of rain in sight, the parade, the Seahawks, all of that's about to kick off. Um, There's a special event that was happening in the stadium that is sold out. And so what a day to celebrate. And, you know, someone said, I got an email from one of the listeners last night that said, Dr. Pat, you have been talking about 2014 as a year of epicism, an epic living year. And they said, who knew that that would apply to the Seahawks? It applies to all of us. We got a great show, great lineup for everybody today. Witness to Roswell, unmasking the government's biggest cover-up, you know, with author and expert Thomas Carey joining me here today. Shortly, I hope. And uh, inside the real Area 51, the secret of Wright Patterson. This is kind of cool. I love stories like this. I love, love, love being able to talk to people about things that have been so hidden from us. You know, is there really a Hangar 18? You know, what is the Blue Room? What is it about Roswell? I mean, Roswell, Roswell. Everybody that knows anything about UFOs has heard Roswell. You know, it is a place. Uh, But what is it about? It was featured, that famous Area 51 was featured so beautifully in the movie Independence Day with Will Smith. You know, so what is it about uh, the secrecy and privacy of knowing that perhaps uh, we're not alone? And maybe we're not alone for a very good reason, that maybe there are universes we don't even know about. We're really limited to what we do know. And beyond all of that, you know, we speculate and guess. But Einstein, I think, said it better than anyone and, you know, came out and said, imagination, imagination. So what is it about our imagination that sometimes proves to be true? How many things can we think about that we imagined first that actually came to be? You know, why is it we are now uh, bombarded, if we could say that, with uh, uh, information about the latest crazes, werewolves, vampires? Uh, why was Avatar such an incredibly popular music beyond, uh, that movie beyond the graphics uh, that were in it? So, you know, this is really cool. You know, Ben Hansen, lead host of the Sci-Fi Channel Factor Fiction Paranormal File, says, Never again should it be said we simply don't have credible evidence of extraterrestrial visitation. If the eyewitness testimony of dozens of honorable, distinguished, and heroic military men and women is to account for anything, then we should listen to what they've been telling us about Wright Patterson AFB. So we're going to find out about that. We have startling new eyewitnesses account. It is captured in this Inside the Real Area 51, The Secret History of Wright Patterson. Incredible book. Thomas Curie um, and Donald Schmidt put this together. They're best-selling authors of Witness to, to Roswell. And we're going to talk about this. Aliens on Ice. Uh, we're going to talk about the mystery of Hangar 18. Is it solved? And what can we learn about what this greatest level of secrecy and, as some people call, despicable 
uh, lying to uh, the American people. What is behind all of this? You know, are we ready to accept that we're not alone? You know, it used to be said that um, if you go back in time um, and you think about, um, you know, what has happened in our world and where we are and what we've been able to do and now what we've been able to believe, there are many of us that grew up in an era where everything was sci-fi. Going to the moon was sci-fi. Thinking about landing on Mars was sci-fi. It wasn't a reality. And now here we are. So are we, with our imagination, ahead of the curve? Or is there an intuitive knowing that is built into our DNA about who we are, perhaps where we've come from, and it doesn't necessarily butt up against spiritual beliefs. So it's fascinating. Uh, Many people talked uh, about the movie that came out not too long ago, Prometheus. And as a matter of fact, when it first came out, everybody's like, ah, this is not a good movie. It doesn't really tell the story of the alien movies. And yet, in its replay, years later, Prometheus is one of the most viewed movies out there. And, And why would that be? You know, what is it about that movie, about discovering you know, source or discovering that we're not alone or even participating in the fact that there might be other entities out in the world. What is it that that George Norrie and all the folks on Coast to Coast discovered years ago of enormous interest for people uh, in looking at uh, our lives? So, you know, for for those of you out there, we're going to be talking about Inside the Real Area 51 today. Love to get your comments here as we go through the show. Uh, love to be able to chat with uh, all of you about uh, what you believe, what you think, what you've learned, uh, and much more. Uh, right now, uh, what I'd like to do is for all of you out there, uh, if you want to send us instant feedback questions or your comments, here's the question. Do you believe we're alone? We're going to Facebook this as well. Do you believe that you are alone? And if and, and what I mean by that is you, me, all of us. Do you believe we're alone? Do you believe that there is such a thing as Area 51? And if so, why do you think it has been one of the best kept secrets, cover-up, whatever you want to call it? You can go to the drpatshow.com and on the right-hand side, type in your comments, and I'll bring them up on air. You could call us at 1-800-930-2819, and we will bring you on air. Or you could go to TransformationTalkRadio.com, and you could type in your message there. Or you could go to our Facebook pages, our Twitter pages, and we will uh, get your comments right here on the show. So we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking about Inside the Real Area 51, and then... Later on in the hour, we're going to have Victoria Cohen joining us here to talk about being bold. What does that mean? We've got some incredible giveaways for that show as well. Uh, This is an exciting time, a time of celebration, a time of expansion, and a time of realizing that we are much more, much more than we think we are. Uh, Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the show.
Join us February 14th through the 17th for the 22nd Annual Women of Wisdom Conference in Seattle. Come explore the new paradigm, riding the wave of the heart. Inspirational speakers, experiential workshops will change your life for good. Join Donna Eden, Esther Nicholson's, Jalaja Bonheim, Julie McIntyre, and S.J. Tucker. Everything is individually priced, and evening events are open to men. Reduce prices for teens, students, and seniors. Looking for community? Join us this February. Visit womenofwisdom.org. That's womenofwisdom.org. Oh, and you'll want to attend the CD music release concert that S.J. Tucker is giving Saturday, February 15th. That's womenofwisdom.org, 206-782-3363. That's 206-782-3363. Did anyone teach you to be a parent? What if there were tools that could make your job a whole lot easier? Glenna Rice invites you to be the questionable parent you truly be in a dynamic teleseries designed to empower parents to know that they know and give you the awareness required to create ease and joy between you and your children. Check out GlennaRice.com to learn more and to book a private session or dial 415-235-2807. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Talk Radio. Are you ready to give your home a fresh look but don't want to do the work? Help is a phone call away. Kathy's Handy is a full-service general contracting company specializing in home improvement, remodeling, and repairs. Kathy's Handy are specialists in kitchens, baths, fireplace makeovers, and finished carpentry, and they partner with other amazing specialty subcontractors needed to complete any job. Friendly, energetic, and dependable with an impeccable reputation to get the job done while keeping you as comfortable as possible during the transformation of your home is the hallmark of Kathy's Handy. Call Kathy now for a free estimate. 206-715-8126. That's 206-715-8126. And visit kathyshandy.com for a complete view of possibilities for your home. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Yeah, we're talking about Area 51. Thomas Carey was supposed to join us here today. We're trying to track him down. But, Benny, you had an idea about where Thomas might be, didn't you? Uh, yeah, he might have been <laughs> abducted. <laughs> uh, sorry. Oh, no, I didn't know if that was that. too soon of a joke or maybe. I mean, it's quite possible. You never know if the stranger things have happened. Uh, I'm sorry, but it was right there for the taking. Eric. Yeah, some people said they uh, think I was actually a little abducted here, you know, made me a little bit different. Ah, well, but you're smart. You made it back. I made, I made it back, and <laughs> here we are. 
For those of you, we are just uh, pinging you on Facebook asking you, do you believe that there is an Area 51? You can go to Facebook.com, The Dr. Pat Show, Twitter.com, The Dr. Pat Show, uh, and just, you know, follow us on Facebook. We want to know what you think. Also, please, if you want to chime in on the conversation about what you think, what you believe, give us a shout, 1-800-930-2819. And then go to the websites, thedrpatshow.com and transformationtalkradio.com. Type in your question, your comment. Uh, if you are actually uh, out there listening to the show and not downtown at the parade, uh, you could go ahead and do that. But, you know, it's really fascinating. I was telling you during the break that there's lots of information. So, Benny, here's what I have, like, so far. I went to this uh, website called space.com. Space. That's the name of the site. Space.com. And went to the website. And so right there, you know, there's the headlines. Area 51 exists, but where are the aliens? This came out August 16, 2013. And so here we go. Here we go. It's, here's what it says. It says, for the first time in U.S. government, uh, has publicly acknowledged that it has a facility called Area 51 in Nevada near Groom Lake, about 80 miles northwest of Las Vegas. But the site serves as a proving ground for the U-2 spy plane and not a secret storage room for aliens or spaceships, as long uh, been maintained by conspiracy groups. Uh, George Washington University's National Security Archive made the clandestine find. Hats off to you dudes over there getting those degrees at uh, GW University. After receiving documents re- related to the infamous military base during a Freedom of Information Act request submitted in 2005. Got that? We actually have such a thing, Benny. Freedom of Information Act request. The archive posted documents online on Thursday, August 15th of last year. And it, what it sounds, it, it, it's, it, here are the questions in the poll. This is what I'd love to, like, hit you up with. Uh, do you believe alien life exists elsewhere, elsewhere in the universe? They have a little poll on there. Yes, we may not have found them yet, but they're out there. No, aliens are just part of science fiction. Or the third choice is I'm not sure. Okay. Where are you on that scale, Mr. Benny? Oh, man. You're really asking me that? I, I have to ask you. I mean, come on. You know, I, I know I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I mean, I know I'm not, no. I'm, I'm not the no. I, I'm not the no. Aliens are just part of science fiction. You know, and the reason I, I'm not the no is because, well, I've been around a little bit. And so I've seen things in our, you know, in my lifetime that were all about no. No, that doesn't exist. No, that didn't happen. No, that's not part of science. And now when we look at science, you know, Benny, the other day, I got shocked. Um, I was watching something on some channel, Discovery, or I don't know, one of those channels, those info channels. And I was watching it, and it was about changing the DNA in uh, some animal. And I thought, oh, a pig or, or something, something weird about changing the DNA to actually create, I mean, changing the D- What the heck are we doing? We're taking DNA strands and we're taking them apart. Now, this is me. I'm not a scientist. Taking them apart and putting them back together and what? Creating a new something? And I'm thinking to myself, wow, if I go back in time and I think about that, you know, was that even a possible thought 10 years ago? Maybe 10. How about 20? You know, was that a possible thought? You know, what is it 
that we have come to believe and not believe? And why is it we're not shocked by this? Why isn't it somebody's not saying, wait a minute, you know, DNA and uh, changing it, and why are we doing that? And then the breakthrough is going to uh, help us in Alzheimer's and other things. And, and so there's something so strange about that for me. I'm not saying I'm against it. I'm just saying you never would have thought about it. Uh, and why is that something that happens? You know, why do we not think about what's happened in genetic uh, manipulation of animals? And that's what's happening. You know, it's looking at genetic... Look at how, how strange this sounds right now. Genetic manipulation of animals. Genetic manipulation of animals. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, questions for Area 51. Are there UFOs at Area 51? And so we're getting some information that's coming in here uh, from Twitter. Um, uh, yeah. And so here's what we get. I also have an answer for this. No. Due to the remoteness of Area 51, it's virtually impossible to tell what exactly goes on there. As a result, I'm not sure where this information is coming from, but my folks are sending it to me right now. As a result, all sorts of conspiracy theories and UFO legends have come up over the years. In the late 80s, a man named Bob Lazar claimed to have worked on UFOs near Area 51, the site he called this 4 For a while, this brought a wave of UFO enthusiasts out to the area, and in 1996, the nearby Highway 375 was even named officially the extraterrestrial highway in an effort to draw more tourists to the area. In reality, anyone who spends some time investigating Area 51 will quickly understand that what goes on there is very earthy in origin and has nothing to do with E.T. Now, my, the author Thomas Carey and Donald Schmidt, Inside the Real Area 51, now that they've been able to get this information and get this Freedom uh, Act information, which they got their hands on, now we have a different kind of conversation going on about this. But here's the thing. When I look at the book they put together, Inside the Real Area 51, okay, here's what we want to talk about. We want to talk about what they've discovered. So let's just say for a minute that everybody is wrong. There is no Area 51. It couldn't happen. It's not going to be part of a cover-up. It's not a conspiracy. It's just a bunch of people trying to think about yeah, is there really an Area 51? Then why is it, why is it that this book now presents interviews with people that were there, military people, what they saw? Is this just all some big kind of hoopla for these people to get some pain? Well, as Sergeant Joe Friday said, Detective Division of LAPD, just the facts, ma'am. And then record enough facts and the answer will fall to you like a ripe fruit. So these folks went ahead and put together facts. You know, we're talking about what certain things are. Wright-Patterson, which, of course, I mentioned before. And then uh, this is an introduction into what they've discovered. So we have, we have the book here that outlines for many people you know, secret locations that have a history, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, for example. And, you know, right out in the chapter, it talks about these military installations, which are sim similar to government buildings, schools, post offices, and alike, and are named after famous person with no other connection to the facility 
than that they happened to be next on the honors list. Wright Patterson was clearly the exception. Its namesake could not be more appropriate and were deserving of such a distinction. So now we're talking about what is it about this flat open field that was laid out there for people that people could discover, and why is it that this has now become a conversation with people that were at Roswell, people that were out there, that were part of the military, that have now come forward. You know, why do we want to know more about what's happening in the world, and why are we focused on some of the paranormal, as we like to say? You know, the paranormal is something that we are so fascinated with right now. And is it just our young people, as we like to believe? Is it just the people that we have that are out there in the world and that are, are literally, all oh, it's all about the young folks and the vampires and this and that. And honestly, is it really? And so when you look at Roswell, uh, and I want to give you a website, which is roswellinvestigator.com, roswellinvestigator.com. You know, you have Tom Carey and Don, uh, and Don Schmidt, you know, who talk about this incident of, of what happened in the summer of 1947. An interplanetary craft of unknown origin crashed in the high desert region of southeastern New Mexico during a severe thunder and lightning storm near a small town of Corona. A local sheep rancher found its strange debris and something else while riding his ranch the following day. On the advice of friends and neighbors who had urged him to seek monetary reward, he drove 75 miles to the town of Roswell to show pieces of the debris to civilian and military authorities, as well as local media there. The Roswell Daily Record and front page headline article a few days later stated that a flying saucer had been captured by the Army Air Force near Roswell, not Corona. And as a result, we have referred to a Roswell incident instead of a corona incident. And so what is it about this fascination we have? The incident, we'll talk about that and much more when we come back. Thank you for tuning us in here on the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and we're going to take a short break when we come back. We're going to be talking more about what the incident is and what are the discoveries that are now coming to the forefront. How about some of these war and military records that now really talk to what this is all about? Fascinating conversation. And as Benny said, not sure where my guest is, but Benny, Benny thinks maybe they've been abducted. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Hey, do you like free stuff? The Dr. Pat Show has an amazing giveaway program doing weekly giveaways on Facebook and Twitter. Go to Facebook.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and click the like button. Then go to Twitter.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and click the follow button. Then you can play along and enter to win some amazing prizes. Again, that's Facebook.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and Twitter.com slash The Dr. Pat Show. Join the Pacific Northwest EFT Tappers at the 4th Annual Tappers Gathering this March 1st at Bastyr University. Tapping enthusiasts from across the region will be sharing healing stories, learning different EFT applications, and forging a strong community. This event raises money and awareness for continuing EFT tapping scientific research. 
all net proceeds go to our 501c3 nonprofit conducting a study showing how EFT can alter gene expression. Bring your cards and information for a fulfilled day of networking and inspiring one another. Visit www.nwtappersgathering.com or call 360-661-6877. www.nwtappersgathering.com or call 360-661-6877. What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? Beingyouclass.com. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And, you know, we're not sure what happened to Tom, uh, but we're going to keep going and giving you information because the topic's pretty cool. Uh, for those of you out there, uh, you know, just want to make sure that uh, you know how to get a hold of us. And, and uh, if you want to find out more about us, go to the thedrpatshow.com um, and also go to transformationtalkradio.com. Um, here, here's the thing. I got a couple of feedback things that have come in, so let me just tell you. Uh, Lacey from Seattle, Dr. Pat, I believe there are aliens, maybe not in the science form, but there is life out there. Sometimes I wish there were people out there like us. If you could meet an alien, what would you say to them? Uh, I'd say hi. Uh, I, really, I mean, that's, I'd say hi. And, uh, you know, have your... Have your I, I think I, that's what I would say. I mean, honestly, Lacey, this is really kind of an interesting question. You know, it would be my nature to just say hi. That would be the first thing I would say, because I believe that we're all energy. Uh, and what I mean by that is, uh, you know, this is part of uh, um, how we live and how we operate. My nature is to say um, hi. Hi. It's what I do on air. It's a vibration I carry. And I think that energy is what, what we all read in each other. You know, I talked earlier today about um, the parade and the energy. And, you know, what is it like to live in a place like Seattle? 
And why is it that we are a big city that can put chairs on a street and come in the next day and the chairs are there? There are no vandalism. People aren't stealing them. There isn't any of that going on. What is it about that energy? And that's an energy. And I believe that when we meet each other face-to-face, whether alien or not, and actually I've been called an alien a few times in my life. Um, actually, one of my performance reviews said that they thought I lived on, a, on another planet. Uh, um, you know, part of this is what is the energy we want to meet an alien with, right? What kind of energy? Do we want to meet them with uh, 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 energy that is all about um, hate or fear and, and all of the above? Uh, what do we want to do? Uh, so part of this is really looking at, um, you know, who we are and what we do. And so this is really my question. Yeah, I would meet them as that. I got another feedback that, can't, that, uh, that uh, you know, I thought was coming in, but I did get the message that the DNA switch was about monkeys, that we're changing up DNA. We're mixing DNA of monkeys. Wow. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Am I alone here about something like that being, like, super weird? I mean, is, is, it, is it just me being sort of like a little old school that we should not jack around with DNA? I don't know. I, I just, DNA, changing DNA in monkeys. Uh, something odd about that. I'm sure that the people that are the uh, activists around this are being like, oh, are you kidding me? But there's something odd about that. Um, I, I, I believe that there are a number of odd things, and sometimes in my life I've had to think about myself and say, Pat, I think you're a little odd. And so here I am. Oddly enough, I'm doing a radio show that includes conversations about inside the real Area 51, includes conversations, and, and Lacey, thank you for your comment, includes conversations about what we believe, and, and then it includes conversations about is this really a cover-up? Uh, uh, I, I don't know. Um, I just know one thing. I think it's, I think it's a little arrogant at some level for us to think we're alone. And why do I think that? Well, I used to work in a company where the guys that discovered the big, big bang theory, not the television show, uh, but that, you know, Penzias, uh, and Wilson, these, these gentlemen that, uh, that Penzias actually went on to become president of Bell Labs. He was a great guy. I love this man. I used to, I got to know him. I actually had delivered mail to him when my early career. He used to bring bagels in every Friday. He drove like a 1950-something Buick. Uh, And he was uh, part of the, you know, Wilson Penzias discovered Big Bang. And no one before that thought that that, uh, that that was even an idea. What? The universe? How it was formed? Really? Uh, and so, yeah. Uh, and so, got a question. John commented. Hi, John. Thanks for the comment. Dr. Pat, what do you think about UFOs that were spotted at Mount Rainier? What do I think about it? Uh, I live in the world of possibilities, John. And what I think is that uh, I think there are a lot of possibilities. Uh, but what, here's the question I'd love for you and Lacey, if you want to come back and hit me up on an instant feedback. What do you think we're most afraid of? You know, are we a culture of just show me the facts, ma'am? 
So here's the deal. Let's let's just go back to uh, you know the author Tom Carey's website, and that is RoswellInvestigator.com. Here's what they say about the incident: the 509th Bomb Group, based at Roswell Army Airfield, was in 1947 the only atomic strike force in existence in any country in the world at the time. I don't know. Did anybody even know that? Uh, perhaps no. That's not in the write-up. That was my little commentary right there. Perhaps the elite military unit in our armed forces. It was, it was to be the Air Force's first strategic air command base, and its members were handpicked for the task of delivering the atomic bomb to pre-selected targets in case of war. It was the 509th, in fact, that dropped the atomic bomb to Japan, World War II. Whether by mistake or intention, the Air Force first declared that it had recovered a flying saucer. And that and that's what we used to call them back then. Yeah. And that's why all the movies in the 50s were like the flying saucer thing. And, uh, and, and that they were shipped, and that he shipped it to a higher headquarters for scrutiny. Within hours of that statement, however, the Air Force changed its tune and said that the 509th Command in Roswell and the local rancher were wrong. That what they had found was nothing more than a rubber weather balloon and a tin foil radar target. Okay, i got to say that again. That's so funny. A rubber weather balloon and a tin foil radar target. To enforce this new, to, to enforce this new version of the story, the Air Force resorted to the time-honored practice of witness tampering and intimidation, monetary rewards, which we know work, new duty assignments, and security oaths to silence military witnesses and extortions of patriotism, national security, and if those failed, outright death. Uh, threats to civilians, including their immediate family members, who saw things they were deemed not just supposed to have seen. For the most part, this strategy worked, but not entirely. And this is what Tom says. Or we would not be writing about it here. Since then, the Air Force has admitted that they lied back in 1947. This is coming from RoswellInvestigator.com. With their weather balloon story, that's kind of funny, now, what would you guys think, right, if if we had an incident like this and the military came out and they said, oh, we think it's a balloon, right? I, could, I, I would be thrilled to see what Hollywood would do with that story. They now say that the debris was the remains of a rubber balloon and tinfoil radar target from then a top-secret project, Project Mogul, Project Mogul, which was trying to detect Soviet nuclear detonations by means of high-altitude balloon-borne acoustic sensors. So top-secret project, yes. But the balloon and radar targets were still the same as before, if you follow that line of reasoning. Uh, further to combat persistent stories of little bodies allegedly found along with the debris, the Air Force held a press conference in June, ready for this, 1997, to declare that such stories stemmed from high-altitude parachute tests. Uh, using mannequins, and that the Air Force conducted during the late 50s. So the commentary by Tom is, mental time compression of disparate events by witnesses was said to be the culprit. That's what they blame, time compression of the witness. I don't even know what that means. So Tom goes on to say, to counter the Air Force claims, which have been accepted at face value by the established media, for example, the New York Times, there is a plethora of books on the, on the market making the, uh, on the market making case that it was indeed a UFO that crashed in New Mexico in 1947. The problem is, right now, it's a problem, however, that the various investigations by private researchers have been 
uneven in their research methods, their use of alleged documents, eyewitnesses, and the results, their respective scenarios and conclusions differ in many respects. So what I know about research, spending nine years doing research uh, myself, is that what they look for is consistency. So the question in research is, can we duplicate the study and get the same result? What can we know about that? So Tom goes on to say, it's no wonder then that the public at large remains confused about the case. Most believe that something happened back in 1947, but they are understandably not sure just what it was. They go on to say, our mission then is to determine once and for all and within the foreseeable future what the true facts or the so-called Roswell incident really are. We are not there yet, but we promise to spare no expense, to leave no stone unturned, and to follow every lead until the truth is known and revealed to you. Note, according to Veterans Organization, World War II veterans are expiring at the rate of 1,500 uh, each day. Time is therefore of the essence. So what they're trying to say is, you know, we're going to go back to the military and we're going to, you know, we're going to try to get as much information from people um, that are, are looking at, you know, what this is all about. We're going to try to talk to people in the military that were either moved, that were changed. Um, and, and so when you take a look at this, you know, you take a look at things that, you know, or talk about the smoke, another Roswell smoking gun. So the question, I guess, that, you know, we have really is, is it only about Roswell? I mean, is it about um, other places? And, you know, I love the instant feedback question that came in. You know, what do you think about UFOs that were spotted at Mount Rainier? A question I'd like to ask is, what does the government of Washington State think about the UFOs that were spotted at Mount Rainier? You know, are we taking any of this seriously? And what would be the impact if we did? What would be the impact if we, if we actually said to ourselves, if there was a body out there that said Area 51 exists, now, okay, then what? What could we learn from it? Would it scare us? Are, are the governments of the world holding us at a place so we're not living in fear all the time? Or have we evolved in our consciousness, and this is what I want to talk about when we come back from break, how we evolve, have we evolved in our consciousness where we actually can believe that we're not alone and not be afraid at the same time? Let's take a short break when we come back. Uh, got a few, few more tidbits to share with you here uh, about this from the book Inside the Real Area 51, The Secret History of Wright-Patterson. Tom Carey, John Schmidt put this together. Startling New Eyewitness Accounts. This is a book about facts. It's a book about uh, comments. It's a book about putting the dots on a piece of paper. And what is my name is June Crane all about? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Get inspired. 
Create the life you desire with internationally known radio host and motivational speaker, Sue London. Sue inspires millions of people to overcome difficult or traumatic situations in their lives. People feel hope, courage, and are ready to move forward after hearing Sue speak. Book motivational speaker Sue London for your next event at AskSueLondon.com. That's AskSueLondon.com. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellness1.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellness1.net. Chris Stanis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. ACT, Advanced Cell Training, is a restorative healing process created by Gary Blyer to address the body malfunctions that contribute to illness. This breakthrough learning program teaches health insights and principles, strategic integration of both traditional and alternative modalities, while clients train their own bodies to heal themselves. Visit AdvancedCellTraining.com. That's AdvancedCellTraining.com. Laura Longley is on a mission to remove stuckness from your life for good and replace it with happiness. Tune in Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Laura Longley Show, where authentic change takes flight. Say yes to that inspired you and goodbye to your stuckness as Laura and her guests deliver powerful ways to work through common problems in this fun and unique hit show. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Welcome back. All right. We're having a chat. Hold on. I'm trying to get all these in- instant messages up here <laughs> and get all this coordinated. Uh, yeah, a lot of conversation going on about this stuff. Uh, a question, where do you think the crop circles come from? I've seen the circles in my yard. Wow. In New Jersey. Uh, do you have any pictures of those that we can post? To- can-, can you send us some pictures? We'd love to put that up on a... On the website, uh, you didn't put your name in here. Uh, you're just, what are you, NJ? That's who it is. Okay, so I guess that's New Jersey. Uh, send, send us those pictures. We'll pop that thing up on Facebook for you. Love to know more about that. 
Welcome back, everyone. For more information about us, go to the drpatshow.com, go to transformationtalkradio.com. Um, so, okay, my name is June Crane. Now, does that sound like somebody, June Crane? My name is June Crane. I'm talking about inside the real area 51. There's a picture in the book on page 113, and uh, there are comments in here. And so, okay, so let's just talk about, you know, what this, this means. My name is June Crane. And um, here we go. I'm 72 years old. I've, outlined two, I, I've outlived two husbands, survived cancer twice. What are they going to do, shoot me or put me in prison? This is Tell My Story, June Crane, the Air Force and UFOs. Uh, um, okay. So people are coming to the forefront. But what was it they really went through? Uh, they went through, uh, and this is really, you know, I'm reading this from the book. You know, during this period of time, you know, uh, when these bodies arrived at Wright-Patterson, people were, they were told, look, you're going to get 20 years in prison and you're going to get a $20,000 fine. Now, okay, so this is back in, you know, we've got to go back a few years, right? $20,000 was a lot of money back then, right? And so we're talking about, uh, you know, the little bodies, as they, there was no question about it. Not long after the sergeant departed, the base commander appeared with a statement for all of them to sign. So that's it. Here we go. Sarah Holcomb knew that the bodies had arrived at Wright-Patterson, employed at the base in a sensitive secretarial position. Don't you got to love those secretarial positions? Oh, my gosh. You know, now we call them assistants, but they are the smartest people on the planet. She was able to supply various documents that confirmed her security clearances as well as her presence on the base during three separate periods of employment from 1942 to 1952. According to her, a sergeant she knew who had the proper authority to get into her office where she worked, told her that he'd just come in on a special flight. He told her that others in the office, that they had brought in bodies from a flying saucer crash. He was telling them no uncertain terms that the flying saucers everywhere else in the country had been talking about were real. Having seen the strange little bodies himself, there were no questions about it. Not long after the sergeant departed, the base commander appeared with a statement for all of them to sign. He advised them, including Holcomb, that there was no truth to the story and that the sergeant had been spreading, uh, b- spreading. but they were nevertheless... Okay, here we go. You ready? This is what I love. The stories are not true, right? I love this because we got this in the corporate world when we were not supposed to disclose what they were doing to fire people. Um, here we go. But they were nevertheless never to talk about it or even mention it under penalty of 20 years in prison and $20,000 fine. Okay, so let's put the, let's, it's like, it's like I'm, I'm a fifth grader and I got the little, I'm, I'm out in the diner and the restaurant and they give you a little placemat. And on the placemat, there are all these dots and they give you these crayons and you have to connect the dots so that if you connect the dots, what are you going to see? You're going to connect the dots, you're going to see a horse, you're going to see a zebra. So, Let's think about this if it makes sense, right? If these are lies, why would you be threatened with prison and a fine? I mean, if they were lies. So this is kind of what the, what the authors are talking about, right? You know, they're talking about James Clarkson, that former police de- de- detective, and uh, what he did to obtain June Crane's story shortly before she passed away. So this is what happens. And now what you're doing is you're getting more stories. Um, Jane Carson and Sarah Holcomb, you know, are people that um, were part, are part of Tom Carey's book. And so we go on and we look at, you know, the 1997, the 50th year uh, anniversary, as they call it. And so then they put, and then they put things out. And, and here's what happens. So 
you get these people watching the anniversary, and they react to it, and they say, it's a, it's a damn lie. Have you been watching CNN? It's, it's a damn balloon lie. They used it before. And regarding the Air Force's dummies from the sky explanation, she said, there had to be something there to attach them to. If they dropped a dummy with a parachute, then the parachute should be there. Any normal person would say, okay, that got dropped by a parachute. There's nothing extraordinary about that. You gotta love you gotta love folks that just don't care. How did she know? Because her real name was June Crane and she worked at the Wright Patterson Air Force Base when the UFO wreckage and bodies arrived. She told Clarkson, I'm seventy two years old, I've outlived two husbands and survived cancer twice. What are they gonna do? Shoot me or put me in prison? Fortunately, for history's sake, June Crane had kept James Clarkson's business card and was the one in ten who felt compelled to take action and call back. Because of that, here is what we know about June Crane. And the book goes on to talk about her story. Um, you know, he, she, they go on to talk about what she actually saw. Two dead little men about four feet tall and greenish blue in color. This is stuff that now is being collected in the book. And, um, and of course, you know, it goes on to say what the threats were. Anyone repeating this rumor, and this is what, this is what she was told. Um, but there was a buzz on the base. So here's what happened. In 1990, handwritten letter to Kevin Randall that was reproduced in James Clarkson's book, June Crane described the buzz on the base at the time the bodies came in. Everyone was in a high state of excitement. Soon after, the person who, who spoke of the bodies from New Mexico, a master sergeant, whose first name was Clarence, June could not remember, left the office. A memo was hand-carried around the office that each person was made to read and sign. In essence, the memo, the memo stated that the story the master sergeant had just told about the alien bodies having just been flown in from New Mexico and allegedly residing in Wright-Patterson's aeromedical facility was not true. It further stated that anyone repeating this rumor will be liable for dismissal and or a $20,000 fine, 20 years in prison as punishment for unlawful disclosure. Wow. For something that's not true. According to June, this memo was over the signature of the base commander. Needless to say, all stopped, all talk stopped immediately. And I never heard anybody, uh, anything about it again. Outside of the non-disclosure agreement that June signed when she left her employment at the base, it was the only other time she was made to sign a document such as that, suggesting that something of great uniqueness and importance, something that had to be squashed, immediately in its tracks before it went any further had just occurred. Now, let's just apply common sense here for a minute. And the common sense that I, I want us to, I've been in the corporate world, and there's only been one time in my corporate experience that I've ever, and I've seen, we have seen a lot of things. You know, both Linda and I work for a corporation. We have seen a lot of things. Um, but the only time we were asked to sign a document was, at, at, in my case, at my dismissal when I was the head of HR and I had information about how the company was then firing people. And, and what, we, what I suspected was, let's fire the people that are close to retirement. Let's save some money. That's why I had to leave the company, because it was unethical for me. It was the only time in a 25-year history that I was asked to sign a document. And by the way, you know, very similar threats. 
but different threats. You won't get your pension. You won't get your severance pay. You won't get. Why does a company have you do that if what they're doing is a lie? Or if what you're saying is a lie? Those are kind of things I want to leave you with. And, you know, it really leads into our next show with Victoria Cohen about what does it mean to be bold? You know, what does it mean to come out in the world and stand up for what you believe? Christy Borst, leading spiritual and intuitive healer, is bringing in the month of love with a very special offer for you. Let Christy help you heal matters of the heart and release emotional pain. Give the gift of love to yourself. Call Christy at 401-466-4901 by February 14th to schedule your core issue identification and healing session for 30% off her regular rate. And now visit HealingResonance.us to find out more about the amazing healing gifts of Christy Borst. Come alive and shine with the Alive and Shine radio show with Adil and Savitri. Widen your perspective, learn to heal yourself, and clarify your power of choice so that you feel truly alive and shine. The Alive and Shine radio show is your how-to guide for creating a life in which your dreams come true. Listen live each Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time on KKNW or at AliveAndShineShow.com. Feel like you just can't find your happiness? Want to move past old hurts or traumas? Not feeling comfortable in your body? Consider an intuitive healing session with Christy Borst. Christy has a divine healing gift, and her process will help you experience a perspective reboot. Release that which no longer serves you. For more information and to contact Christy, visit HealingResonance.us. That's HealingResonance.us. Psychic World, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, with John G. Sutton, featuring his special guest, Countess Strella. One of Britain's most respected psychic mediums, John is an internationally published author, poet, and professional clairvoyant. His best-selling books include Psychic Pets, featured with John on the Walt Disney Channel, Animal Planet. Currently, John is the feature editor of the monthly Psychic World, which is the UK's Journal of Spiritualism. He has over 30 years of experience working in the field of paranormal studies. Countess Storella has an incredible ability to visualize your future in a positive, passionate way. This show offers all listeners the chance to call in and speak directly to John or the amazing Countess Torella. You can ask your personal questions about love, career, money, relationships, or whatever is troubling you in this often difficult life. What dreams may come? Join John G. Sutton and Countess Torella to discover your answer. See www.psychicworld.net. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. 
Laura Longley is on a mission to remove stuckness from your life for good and replace it with happiness. Tune in Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Laura Longley Show, where authentic change takes flight. Say yes to that inspired you and goodbye to your stuckness as Laura and her guests deliver powerful ways to work through common problems in this fun and unique hit show. Hey, do you like free stuff? The Dr. Pat Show has an amazing giveaway program doing weekly giveaways on Facebook and Twitter. Go to Facebook.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and click the like button. Then go to Twitter.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and click the follow button. Then you can play along and enter to win some amazing prizes. Again, that's Facebook.com slash The Dr. Pat Show and Twitter.com slash The Dr. Pat Show.